This is Jack Scallions. Join me for a few moments from my heart to yours. I want to give you something very special to me today. In the early morning hours of December the 2nd, 2018, my heart suddenly decided it didn't wish to continue its normal routine of the past 76 years. A dear friend broke most of the speeding laws getting me to the Athens Hospital. A group of caring professionals, some of those who called me pastor, did their thing, then sent me by ambulance to Park West Hospital in Knoxville, Tennessee. I was told later that the accompanying paramedics had to convince my heart the second time that it worked, that its work wasn't complete. I spent five days in the hospital, constantly surrounded by individuals who were focused on my recovery. How do you say thank you to so many nameless, faceless people who interrupted their lives to care for an old preacher most of those had never met? How do you say thank you to the Christian community from coast to coast that interceded before the throne on my behalf? After many weeks have passed since that, uh, that morning time, I've determined two responses from the happenings. First of all, I have been determined not to make this the topic of every conversation. And today, I guess I'm discussing it with those of you that are listening, probably for the first time. Secondly, I want to drink in the eternal and temporal lessons rarely given to a mortal man this side of eternity. What was it like that wrought such a calmness of soul and peace of heart while this old body was being treated in a fashion certainly not calmly or peacefully? The word that keeps coming back to my mind over and over again is preparation. For you see, my entire life has been a preparation for those, those moments of the morning of December the 22nd, 2018. Hundreds of thousands of hours of trusting and serving my Savior resulted in just such an opportunity to be still and to know that He was God. All of life is preparatory. It is a stark truth that each person has before him a journey of eternal duration. No one has the option to excuse himself or to choose the day of his departure. We have this brief and fleeting segment of our eternity called life. And within this brief time, we can prepare for the inevitable. Do we use this time wisely? Or do we ignore its purpose? Or even spend it wastefully on things uh, that in the grand scheme of things really don't matter, not a bit. Some years ago, a Grand Trunk Line Railroad offered a prize of $2,500 to the person who would suggest the three best words to be used on the warning signs at their railroad crossing. The person fortunate enough to win the $2,500 offered these three words, which we see almost daily as we are brought to the intersections of public roads and the iron rails of the train tracks. Stop, look, and listen. These are the three words, but these words avail nothing for the safety of anyone unless they're heeded. What avail the word stop is if people will not stop? What protection does the word look afford if people will not look? What warning does the word listen give if people will not hear? All the pharmacies of Athens do not contain enough medicine to kill a single germ or ease a single pain unless the medicine is taken. A man can die of thirst in the middle of crystal clear fountains unless he drink of that water. No lifeboat will be the avenue to prevent drowning. 
if the person refuses to get into that lifeboat. The word prepare is soaked in simplicity. It is the lack of it that creates anxiety. There is great wisdom in the word. The lowly uh, ant is elevated to the wise quartet of Proverbs chapter 30 because it engaged in preparation for its pending survival. Mark Twain expressed its importance when he humorously stated, it takes me two or three days to prepare for an impromptu speech. The student unprepared for the test will fail, and the team unprepared for the, for the game will lose. The unprepared, the unprepared army will lose the war. Scriptures are replete with admonitions to be prepared. Amos the prophet was God's thunder over Israel. In the midst of a nation that had turned its attention from God to embark on idolatrous and riotous living, Amos' message was simple, prepare to meet thy God. The clarion call reverberates through man's history. The power show of nature, the fury of a storm, the belchings of the volcano, the gale force winds, the unbearable cold and the baking uh, desert heat cry out to feeble man, get ready for you will meet the one who holds your soul in his hand. You must meet God. All of us must, rich and poor and wise, uh, brilliant or illiterate, all can. You can avoid worship services. You can ignore the preacher. You can deceive men and yourself. You can laugh at the Bible and deny there is eternity and judgment, but God will always have the last word. You will meet God. Man cannot escape this meeting by pleading ignorance. The heavens declare it. The truth is so plain and seen so clearly as a path. It's like a path of tar across a field of snow. People prepare for everything and are ready for everything except death and to meet God. The world of people strives daily to amass their fortunes. The Hollywood establishment parades in its finest. The world of academia works to make profundity from simplicity and religion with all its trappings applauds its own self-righteousness. What a terrible, solemn thing for the unsaved to meet God unprepared. To stand on nothing before the one who created everything. To have no refuge from judgment as judgment thunders and judgment's verdicts are rendered. The fact that God asks us to prepare shows that preparation is possible. Over five decades ago, January the 2nd of 1966, I received God's payment for my sin debt in the vicarious substitutionary death of Christ. That night on my knees in a little Baptist church, I prepared for eternity and secured my soul in Christ. Every moment of every day since then, including the early morning hours of December the 22nd, I have been ready to meet the God who created me, loved me, and redeemed me and whom I continue to serve today. Are you prepared? I want to thank you for listening. This has been Jack Scallions, bringing for you just a few moments from my heart to yours.